More than 30,000 years ago, scientists say our early ancestors made the trek across the Bering Land Bridge to North America. This 1,000-mile journey is one of the first pieces of evidence that mobility is one of the most basic of human instincts. And with the global bus market expected to grow a whopping 14% in 2022, it's clear that transportation is still a highly valued human right. But not for everyone. Did you know that more than half of all public buses in the world don't have space for a single wheelchair? For those with disabilities, transportation can become a daunting task, as even a short distance to travel can present a myriad of obstacles to the destination. Hello, I am your host, Mike Lake, and in today's preview, I will be talking with John Petro, CEO of Tappy Guide, a company working to help cities, its infrastructure, and its transportation systems become smarter for those with disabilities. Innovation, resiliency, Hello and welcome, John. discovery. Thank you so much for joining Join us. Join Mike Lake, once again, President I want to and CEO of, of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of I'm our really future with a preview John of tomorrow. He is the CEO of Tappy Guide, a mobile application providing navigation to help locate and identify safe pickup and drop-off locations for those traveling with disabilities within cities. Now, John. I mean, this is a it's a huge issue, which we'll talk about. But I'm curious, how is it that you personally were motivated or, or inspired to to focus on building a solution as, as important as this? Great question, Mike. So I come from a family with disabilities. So I have a brother, a sister and two cousins who were born blind. So growing up with people with disabilities and understanding uh, the challenges when it comes to improving the quality of life, especially when it comes to mobility and transportation. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's where a lot of it uh, stems from. Uh, and I also have an automotive background. I spent 14 years in automotive and seeing where the industry is headed when it comes to mass transit, autonomous vehicles and everything else. And uh, like I said, you know, dealing with my sister and my brother and watching how they kind of grew up is kind of what led me to develop Tappy Guide. And essentially, uh, my sister had a very unfortunate situation with a rideshare platform uh, about four or five years ago where she was basically dropped off and left stranded. So mm-hmm. when I knew that situation happened is what kind of motivated me to take take a step back from automotive, retire and focus on uh, becoming an entrepreneur and creating Tappy Guide for the world. Well, I'm, I'm certainly sorry to hear of your sister's experience there. And, and the truth is, I, we both know she's not alone. I mean, one one in four adults in the U.S. live with a disability. I mean, 61 million Americans uh, have this impact their daily lives. Um, it, let's talk a little bit more about, I mean, I think the reality is most of us um, take for granted, right, that the, the accessibility that uh, that we have without a disability and we don't pay enough attention or focus um, to those that might need um, whatever that additional assistance might be how how prevalent is this solution and and do you have a sense of just how bad it is for those 
even even with the American with Disabilities Act, I mean, it's still not a perfect world in, in this country and in certainly in other places. Yeah, so what, what's actually great now is that a lot of cities, municipalities, and even automotive companies are starting to recognize that this mm. is a major problem in the industry and they're trying to fill the gap, right? So um, one company I can speak on, like Ford Motor Company, they trusted us. We had the, the privilege and honor of working with them last year where we launched a pilot. Um, again, because they saw a need for this technology, right? So, um, yeah, to your point, yes, it is a giant problem, um, and not just whether it's a private or public mobility, it's everything in general, right? So everything from mobility and transportation, it's from, you know, grocery shopping, everything, mm -hmm. especially with technology, making things more accessible. The tech is there, but I believe the industry is still trying to figure out how do we implement it, how do we utilize it, right? So, uh, solutions like Tappy Guide, that's what we're here for. It's like, hey, we've created the solution. We can go ahead and implement it. So, you know, um, and recognizing that it's needed, we're here to provide that solution. So can you give us a sense, use just a few examples of um, a challenge or, or a struggle that somebody with a disability might run into on a daily basis, a few, few examples if you want, that the rest of us really just take for granted, don't even think twice about yeah, and, and I can speak uh, especially so uh, on people who are blind or low vision, right? So um, mobility, and mobility and transportation, getting from point A to point B. Uh, but a lot of times, how does someone locate point A and then what happens after point B? So even for myself, if I'm in a situation, I don't know where I'm at, I need navigation assistance. But to your point, imagine someone who's completely blind and they don't have any sense of direction. So we Tappy Guide is essentially the solution to help someone locate point A and then also help guide them to what happens after point B. So for instance, we can help the blind and low vision identify bus stops, safe sidewalks, uh, building entrances and exits, provide indoor navigation. Uh, we can help wheelchair users who require uh, van accessibility. We can help them locate uh, safe parking spaces, van accessible parking spaces. So any type of infrastructure when it comes to, you know, providing someone with a sense of where am I, where am I going? Um, and then also another feature that we offer is while that user is in their form of transportation example so if my sister is inside of an uber or a lyft or any method of transportation it's where am i how far am i from my destination um, why is there traffic how fast are we going any type of real-time data is what we can provide our users with wow so you know as you were talking about how you know disorienting it can be when you you arrive at point b um, it reminded me of the very first time I, I traveled um, to New York City, and, and it was the first time I used a subway in, a, in an unfamiliar location. And I remember coming out, you know, map in hand, and and realizing that I had no where, idea where I was popping up um, from underground. And you don't know which way is north or south or east or west. And, and I always thought, wouldn't it be helpful if they put a little medallion with an arrow pointing north outside of the exit of a, of a subway station just to help navigate a little bit easier? I can't imagine what that would be like on a daily basis, um, everywhere you end up going, right? I mean, this is, this is a, it's totally disorienting um, and a, a very real struggle. So this is where Tappy Guide comes into play, right? Tell us a little bit more about Tappy or tell us about Tappy Guide and how it works. Absolutely. So that scenario you just provided, imagine closing your eyes and doing that based on what your cell phone may or may not be able to provide you with. Mm -hmm. So the solution that we created is it's a live call center. 
So essentially is when our users dial in our, our live call center, we have agents who receive two live data feeds from our users. So the first live data feed that we receive is a live cell phone video feed to understand what the real time environment is of that user. Is it crowded? Is there construction? Is there obstructions, right? So we can physically see, it's almost like a FaceTime. And then on the second input that we receive is a live GPS view. So we can see where you are on the map. So understanding those two data sets, we can help guide to where you wanna go. You know, you're within 5,200 feet of a stop sign, a bus stop, um, hey, my Uber's here, but I don't know the color of the vehicle. Can you please help me identify or navigate that to me? Right, so that's some of the things how we wow. can utilize that. So helping the blind and low vision locate those information. Um, you know, if, if someone in a wheelchair user needs to understand where is there an accessible ramp, uh, where is there an accessible entrance to a building, any type of real-time data accessible information, we can provide that to our users. And, and what's the response time when you, you, so first of all, actually, before I even get to that, let me just step back. This is something you download to your phone, right? It's an app on the phone? Yep, mobile app. It's a mobile app that's available in both Android and iPhone. And you you open that app, tap on it, whatever. Um, and you you're in the middle of this need for for support and assistance. What's the response time? How does that process work? So calls are into. So we gave our users the opportunity, or the uh, yeah, basically the opportunity to place three different types of calls. One is a standard voice call or they can do a live video call, or they can initiate a chat session with one of our agents. So a chat session in the event that the user is deaf or hard of hearing, or if the environment is super loud and they can't hear, then they can chat with their agents. Uh, but the call is almost instantaneous as based on how many agents we have available. Uh, we've had situations where the user may have to wait a couple of minutes, depending on how much backflow we have on our, our call log. But for the most part, you know, it's almost an on-demand experience. It's amazing. So it, it's like having a, a person by your side, essentially, is, is exactly. the ultimate experience, right? That really is incredible. And, and I mean, I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of, of somebody that is trying to navigate anywhere, really. Um, and and what, what I'm just realizing as I'm saying this is you know, there are certain, in large part because of the ADA, uh, the compliance of the Americans with Disabilities Act compliance, outside there's, you know, cuts in the curbs and, and bumps to, to know where there's the edge of the curb in the street. And there, there are some safety measures built in. But indoors is a completely different situation. Yep. Um, and what I've just realized is that your solution, Tappy Guide, can help indoors or outdoors. Yeah, indoor now. So imagine an airport, right? I mean, even you know, individuals like us. So if I'm traveling outside of Detroit, whether I'm, I go to New York or LA, visiting all these new places, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know how to navigate. What's the quickest way that I can get real-time data from someone who has or can see where I'm at and where I need to go, right? So uh, hospitals, sporting venues, campus universities, I mean, it's endless. As long as you have an, a large infrastructure that requires some type of, you know, accessibility need, we can provide that solution. Wow. And, and how many people are are using Tappy Guide already? How is it out there yet? It is. So uh, in 2021, with our partnership with Ford Motor Company and the city of Austin, Texas, we did launch a pilot within the city. We had over 100 downloads and users. Uh, we had about 53 volunteer. Uh, agents, for, uh, mainly college students who tapped in and utilized our network. Uh, it went extremely well. 
Uh, now what we're trying to do is basically use it as a software as a service. We're trying to integrate into into automotive uh, platforms such as autonomous vehicles and you know a lot of the, the telematics units with the, the vehicle radio systems. Um, trying to get into to airports and, and uh, mass transit systems. So again, for us, it's pretty much endless how much we can scale. So right now, you know, we're looking into more pilots to gain more users and gain more guides. And you mentioned using uh, volunteers, you know, for the person at the other end of the, of the, the phone, so to speak. Um, is that the model? Is it, do you always see using volunteers as, as kind of that support system? So there are, yes, so two ways of going about the, the support system is one is volunteer based for users to jump on. Uh, they do have to go through training. So we actually work with the Texas School for the Blind and Visually Impaired, along with Detroit Disability Power Network, where they've created this amazing training course that, you know, it provides all of our volunteers to learn about disability sensitivity training, diversity and inclusion. And, you know, you're helping a person with a disability. So that's kind of one of the most important things is we're educating people and people want to do good, right? So they want to be feel like they, you know, um, Today I did a good deed and I helped someone out. Um, on the other part is using it as a software as a service. So we've had spoken to a couple of airports and they're like, hey, you know, we would like for our professional uh, people who work at the airport who can provide the best service. And then if a person is within a radius of a, of a geolocation for geofencing calling, then that airport will get calls from when they come in within the vicinity of whatever they define. So it's a two-way it's a two-way process. Software as a service and our volunteers as well. Wow. So um with, with the volunteer I, i'm imagining there's a, a whole recruitment effort that you have to do as well is that right you know you'd be surprised yes and no so uh, one of the, the the part when we were down at uh, at austin texas we had a lot of university of texas students sign on because you know a mm. lot of them require uh, volunteers for their services or whether they're uh, you know they're part of a fraternity or a sorority or a lot of kids just wanted to kind of do it and, and kind of add it as a resume builder so believe it or not, it really wasn't that hard just because of the overwhelming response of people just want to do good in their community and help out their local, you know, their local residents. That's so encouraging to hear uh, because that that helping hand can make such a difference. So I want to end with the question I always ask our guests, you know, looking 10, 20, 50 years out into the future everybody with a disability or that could use a little assistance uh, is using Tappy Guide. What does it mean for that person or for their community or the world at large? Two things, comfort and safety. Knowing that they always have someone on the other end, regardless of the situation, that they can always rely on to just place that quick call, right? Because a lot of times, you know, instead of relying on just basic, you know, uh, beacons or Bluetooth or just Google Maps, right? Let's take it one step further. Let's provide that sense of comfort that when you're stuck in an unfortunate situation like my sister was that helped me create this, uh, create Tappy Guide, right? It's the fact that I'm in a situation, I need help. I can pick up the phone and, and, and connect, have a real conversation, ask detailed questions and receive detailed responses. You know, I'm going to add a third point to that, which is dignity. You know, you're, you're allowing people to maintain their dignity in, in a difficult situation at a difficult time. And that's, uh, we, we can't undervalue how important that is to all of us. And something that I know I, I probably, most of us all take for granted way too often. John, look, what you're doing is truly remarkable. It's incredible. It, I know the impact that it can have on the users is profound. 
but it also brings a community together. So I want to thank you for the work you're doing, for the effort and commitment you have to building a better, safer, um, more dignified experience for all people. Uh, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Preview Tomorrow, taking the time away from what I know is a busy schedule. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, Mike. Thank you very much. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guests today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.